What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. I like Moose I will destroy them all. Hello and welcome to The Coordinate, an Attack on Titan podcast. I'm Tyler and um, the first thing I want to do is apologize. We took a week off by accident and almost a second week because this episode's late. But yeah, so um, if you're not in the Discord, Bill got sick so he can do his episode last week and then I was going to try and do it for him. But then I was really busy and then this week we were both just really busy and... Yeah. Anyways, I'm going to talk about both of the episodes. Um, Today, I'm going to be talking about the first OVA, Ilse's Notebook, and uh, the second OVA, A Sudden Visitor, The Torturous Curse of Adolescence. First, let's talk about Ilse Longnar's Notebook. Yeah, that is the most made-up sounding name I've ever heard, and I've been pronouncing it wrong forever. I didn't realize it was pronounced Ilse. I've always called it like Isles. I don't know why that just seems right to me but yeah every time I watch an Attack on Titan anime dubbed I'm like oh crap I don't know how to read because like everybody's names just said completely differently than I have ever pronounced it (laughs) while reading. So I'm watching these dubbed because they were just released on Crunchyroll in the dubbed format for the first time ever so I thought hey let's check out these voice actors because I've mostly seen the series subbed and yeah they're they're pretty good I, 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 I like them. Let's talk about a little background for this first OVA. So it is based on a chapter, like a side story chapter thing from the manga. It was released in, um, I think I saw volume five. So this didn't come out when the uh, manga is coming out monthly. This was a bonus thing that was in the collective volume. And so it came out during the uh, female Titan arc, just to kind of set, you know, what everyone knew at the time. Like we, we didn't know that Titans were people. We knew about Titan shifters, but not about every single one being a person. Even though it retrospect for me, like it seems like a have been very obvious from the beginning but like i i don't know i just didn't didn't know the other thing to note is that when this takes place so this takes place i think it's titled like episode 3.25 something like that but it, it takes place in between like the middle of the training arcs so uh, there's two episodes of the training arc I think it's episode three and four. It takes place somewhere in between then. This is like heavily expanded from what's in the uh, manga. In the manga, basically, it starts out with the events of uh, like Ilse's. Yeah, Ilse. That's how you say it. (laughs) It starts out with the events of uh, Ilse's journal. So it just like reads like we just see her writing and all the things are happening. And then at the very end of it, we see that Levi and Hanji are the ones reading it. Uh, But yeah, in this, it starts out a bit further and we get to see this is basically the like proto scouts catching uh sunny and bean you know like it's it's basically it's the pre that so hanji really wants to catch one of these titans and no one wants to give it the time even though she knows like the only way to get to know 
their weaknesses is to capture one and study it, which I'm assuming they've had to have done before. Um, they do specifically say that they've done it before, and I think they like lost a lot of people or something. Yeah, I mean, they have to have done this before because they know their their weak spots, their nape. I'm pretty sure they know that at this point because, you know, they're training over and uh, you know Aaron and everyone's training to take down their weak point and, and they know that they don't poop because they don't have the equipment for it like how when you're fighting a titan are you really trying to peek in between in between those cheeks and like look for a butthole <laughs> like they've had to have you know examined one up close and I feel like they disappear so quickly when you kill one that they couldn't have looked then like who's gonna think okay Hanji would think to go and look for a butthole but I don't think anybody else would <laughs> um yeah so no one wants to give her the time of day to capture a titan because they lost a lot of people getting to where they're at and all this so yeah she goes out she finds an abnormal and he's a real short dude he's, he's a small titan and yeah, it turns out he's real abnormal. This redneck guy that didn't want to help her. I don't know if he comes off as redneck in the subbed, uh, in the original Japanese, but in the dub, they make him redneck. And that that's interesting. That's an interesting take. I'm sure he's like from the sticks, you know, regardless of which language you watch this in. So he tries to kill it and Hanji's like, no. And so he hesitates and then he almost gets killed, but then Levi kills it. And then they find that, you know, this abnormal titan had been guarding this body, essentially, and they find her notebook. And it says, Ilse's notebook. And I always thought it said Isles, but it says Ilse's notebook. And inside of it, we find out that her name is Ilse Longnar. Which, again, just the most made-up name I have ever heard. <laughs> Longnar. I'm sorry, if your name is Longnar, I apologize. That's probably a real name, and I don't know. I think it's just like the cadence of it. Ilse Longnar just sounds made up to me which it is made up, so there's a reason for it. But, so, in Ilse's uh, notebook, she has documented uh, th this titan that is currently guarding her body speaking, and that's the main point. But in detail, uh, she lost, like, her whole uh, squad died, then she lost her horse, her ODM gear got destroyed, and this was a year ago. She was out in the, the previous uh, Survey Corps mission. Yeah, so she's screwed. She's just trying to run back to Wall Maria. Maria, Maria. I'm going to edit that out. So yeah, she's trying to get back to the wall, but she doesn't, it's a big chance. So she's like, I'm just going to document everything I see so that one day when someone finds this notebook, it will have been, you know, not for nothing. She's like running and writing and I'm amazed that they could read anything she wrote because I can't imagine, I don't, I can't walk and write. So I can't imagine running and writing. It, her handwriting has to be either amazing or horrible for it to, you know, not make a difference. Yeah, so everything's going fine. She's just like, doodle-doo-doo, -doo -doo -doo. haven't seen a titan, doodle-doo-doo-doo-doo. -doo. Oh, shit, there's a titan, because one comes out, and then she runs, and then it, like, kind of gets her trapped. And then it starts speaking to her, and it's like, it bows before her, and it's like, says something about a subject of Ymir, which I think is probably the first time, or one of the first times we've heard that phrase before and it, it doesn't want to eat her uh, it does kill her eventually it, it like freaks out it like tries to pull its own face off because I, I guess it's trying to resist the urge to kill her i don't really know it, it's got her her head in its mouth and presumably uh she bites down it doesn't show it in the anime i didn't double check if the manga shows it let's see i think i have it pulled up right now 
Nope, no exploding head gore. I, I thought there could be in the manga, but nope, it's not there. But yeah, so she dies. But she's like rioting the whole time she's in his mouth, which is crazy. Again, girl has got skills. <laughs> but yeah, so then the Titan doesn't eat her. It just like puts her in a tree trunk and hangs out near her body. Like, I don't know, protecting it. And that's super weird it would be like i guess the point of this since we didn't know titans were people at this point is maybe to be a big hint at that or maybe a big hint that they're intelligent but it's strange because we don't see um yeah the only other titan i could think of that we see speaking is connie's mom and it doesn't say that much and it, this kind of really doesn't go anywhere, which is strange. The other information we get in here is uh, it mentions a subject of Ymir, and we find out this later. I can't exactly remember where. I know there is a picture that you can compare and you can see the people. But so this uh, this Titan is actually one of Ymir, uh, the freckled Ymir, the person Ymir, not the slave girl Ymir that becomes a god. Uh, yeah, just like the normal one that's friends with Krista aka historia you know she was like the leader of a cult at one point and so this titan is one of her followers so he's that kind of follower like subject of ymir you know so that's cool um if we maybe it's in the episodes about her backstory that we see this titan be created but i know you can uh trace it back and this is one of those so i guess what happened is this titan saw this woman, uh, Ilse Longnar, and thought that she was uh, the Freckles Ymir. They never really explain it to the point that we're at in the anime. They they never explain what makes people turn into abnormals. Like, why is Connie's mom able to recognize Connie? Uh, why is this Titan able to, you know, presumably he thinks he recognizes this woman as Ymir. The only other example I can really think of is possibly, and this is kind of a stretch, is that um, Grisha's first wife, you know, she turns into a titan and she says she's gonna find him wherever, you know, out there. And she kind of attempts to because, I mean, she goes to his house and kills his current wife. Uh, but presumably maybe he she was like looking for him i don't i don't know maybe it's like if they have a certain amount of like dedication towards like a thought that one singular thought goes with them as a titan uh, i'm trying to think of some other rationalization but i can't really i don't know maybe it's like a lizard brain type thing where like they nah that doesn't make any sense i don't know i, I don't know it's never explained this doesn't really go anywhere yeah, it, for that, it makes it kind of like mad to revisit. I did enjoy seeing uh, Wit's uh, animation style again. It, it makes everything seem happier, even though it's still like something horrific happening. I I, I don't think Wit's style would have made sense for season four because it's so dreadful. Like just everything's bad all the time. <laughs> it would have been interesting to see, but... It was also, it was amazing to uh, go back to that original theme. That original opening is fun to revisit. And I kind of expect, I'm going to be really surprised if this doesn't happen. If they don't do like a cover of that song as the opening for the final season, the final part of the final season, you know, final season part three, because it'll be the 10th anniversary around the time that the show ends. Yeah, the 10th anniversary of the anime. So I feel like, you know, you got to go for it. Why not?
yeah, that that is all I have to say about this one. I don't know. I found it interesting at the time, but seeing as the whole talking Titan thing doesn't really go anywhere, you know, they're all people, but why is this one able to talk? I don't know. What makes an abnormal abnormal? I don't know. I wish it did. I wish maybe one of the... I've never read any of the encyclopedias that they've released every now and then. There's Attack on Titan encyclopedias. I've never read any of them. Maybe they give some detail in there, but I kind of don't think they do because I think that would have filtered into like my general Attack on Titan knowledge because, you know, reading Reddit and Wikipedia and whatever the fandom page is. Yeah. Yeah, so we are going to go to an ad. Uh, maybe it'll be our new sponsor and Bill will be giving you the ad, but it probably won't. It'll probably be me. Um, and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the second OVA. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. Welcome back. Uh, yeah, we're, we're now going to be talking about A Sudden Visitor, The Torturous Curse of Adolescence, which is an OVA that I enjoyed a lot more than the first one. And this OVA might not be for everyone. It definitely it doesn't have the same tone as most of Attack on Titan. You know, it's a goofy one, and it's cool because, uh, so if you've never read any of the volumes of Attack on Titan, like the, the manga volumes, the collective volumes, um, at the end of each one, Isayama draws like a two-page, well, it's like a full page, you know, like you open it up and it's like both pages you see are covered in this one thing, and it's a fake preview for the next volume, and they're usually just like jokes, and so basically this OVA combined several of those into one story and so the the uh, fake previews that it combines are we have we have one of Sasha cooking and then we have the like main one where it gets its uh, title from which is uh, with John's mother entering his room without knocking and this is a little different than what we see <laughs> in the anime version because I'm pretty sure the implication in the manga is that John was doing something a little dirty because he's like under the sheets hiding something sort of like I don't it when his mom comes in in the anime they make it that he is drawing like a picture of Mikasa which is also weird that he's doing that under a blanket like hiding it and also it's even further weird because if you take how all of this plays out it seems like he shouldn't know who Mikasa was at the time because he's living with his mom which means it's pre uh the like the training arc which is when he would have met Mikasa so did he have like a vision of Mikasa and that's why he loves her and thinks she's so hot maybe okay so then the other one is there's a <laughs> There's uh, one where it's just like, next time in Attack on Titan, uh, Armin hurts his leg going downstairs. So yeah, that's one of them. And then there's another one with Sasha slapping and elbowing Reiner. Uh, and then there's one with like fake Titan forms for Mikasa, John, Armin, Historia, and Connie, which we see in this. 
Uh, but yeah, I've never seen this one before, so that's probably another reason I liked it so much. But there's just so many things that I've heard reference of or seen like uh, gifs of and like I didn't know exactly where they came from. But now I do like uh, there's the I've seen the special John opening of Attack on Titan, uh, but I didn't know it came from this. I didn't know where it came from. But I, lo- I kind of love it. It's really funny just to <laughs> see the opening, but they focus on John instead of uh, Aaron. That's great. Um, I love Mr. Omelette. That's a new thing from, for, you know, that doesn't come from the manga at all. Like John's mom just makes this omelette called Mr. Omelette. And <laughs> it's super cute. Uh, another big moment for me was I had seen the gif of Pixis flying through the sky. And I didn't know where that came from, but yeah it comes from this so like this is really just like they took all of those fake previews they made attack on titan like super anime tropey in a way that it's not typically and yeah the results are fun like it's not something that you know if you're like i really need you know like another hit of attack on titan it's not something that's going to deliver on that but if it's something where you know you'll want to see like a funny parody version of attack on titan like you like the characters and you just want to see them have fun for once it's that and yeah i super enjoyed it uh so yeah if you didn't watch it i'll tell you the basic plot line so we start out we have it's basically it's a john centric thing first of all but we start out uh john's mom walks in on him in his bedroom like drawing a picture of mikasa under a blanket which is weird and she is just like he's being rude to her like saying that she should have knocked and like he's just being a real ass and he's like one day i'm gonna join the military police and i'm gonna have the life i want inside the interior and he just seems like a spoiled brat which i guess he was at that time you know like that's kind of uh the picture we're painted with john during the training arc it's kind of hard to remember back then because he's become such a different character like he's a character that i really like and yeah being reminded of him being kind of like an ass back in the day is interesting speaking of ass (laughs) in the opening it has armin doing the like narrator stuff and he's like that's the day that john realized his room was a pin and he was a horse the joke being that john has a horse face i don't see i think john looks fine stop being so mean to john all the time but anyways so did i mention mr omelet yeah his mom brings in an omelet and she's like i got mr omelet and he's like go away mom um mr omelet was a thing he left when he was a kid and as far as i could tell like it's just an omelet like she didn't even bother to put a face on it that's what i was expecting to look down and see like an omelet with like i don't know like bacon or something making facial features but no none at all um so then we get to uh they're all back in his hometown doing like a training mission in the city and they're fighting like the you know the plywood fake titans and uh, Connie and Sasha keep stealing John's kills, so he's going to get a bad score. So they get into an argument, and then Pixis decides that the only way to, you know, settle this is for them to have a cook-off. So uh, then John's crew, who ha- he has, he's got uh, Armin. No, he has Armin and Annie with him. I feel like there's a fourth person that I'm forgetting. But um, so they go out and they're trying to find this legendary boar that people are like i wish someone would get take care of this boar i don't what's the boar doing has it been killing people 
Is it messing up like the farmlands and, you know, digging holes and stuff? I don't know. They don't tell us. But <laughs> there's this legendary boar, a very anime thing for, you know, trope for there to just be like this legendary creature that someone needs to deal with. And so John's like, yeah, I'm going to take this down and it's going to be special meat and I'm going to win this cooking competition. But then Sasha, you know, gets to it first. Cause Sasha is a hunter and John is not. <laughs> and it's at this point that Armin asks John, like, hey, do you even know how to cook? And John's like, of course not. Why would I know how to cook? <laughs> I don't have time for that. Uh, so, yeah, that that happens. And then John's like, oh, i got to come up with something different. So then he comes to the realization uh, that, well, okay, there's this part where his mom comes to visit in the barracks. And she's like, why didn't you come visit me and all this? And he's rude to her and everyone especially Aaron's like you need to be nicer to your mom and I guess you know it hits John hard because Aaron's mom was killed by Titans like yeah this is Aaron's biggest part in this episode by the way too but anyway so John comes to the realization that he should be nice to his mom which makes him think like oh yeah I should make Mr. Omelette for Pixis to eat so that's what he does but first um Sasha and Connie's dish gets presented and it's like some meat and everyone's just like oh but it's just meat like it's uh (laughs) I think this is funny because it reminds me of like uh food wars but food wars are making like these extravagant dishes uh but in attack on titan food is very scarce so people are just like it's meat like they don't care what kind of meat it is really they're just like it's it's meat like they're just excited for meat um so pixis like takes a bite apparently it pairs really well with the wine that he's drinking because pixis is drunk all the time he's not drinking that marley wine at the time but uh he he it pairs really well and he has like a foodgasm which is a very food wars thing if you've never watched food wars it gets a little risque um, when they, they make food sexual, and that's that's cool. <laughs> Attack on Titan makes food murderous. Like, Pixis flies up into the air and then starts, like, slaying Titans. Like, he's like a rocket, but then he's slaying Titans. And then, for some reason, a bunch of people turn into Titans. Like, we get, like, Armin, Historia. I forgot who else. Uh, Connie john mikasa they turn into titans and that's how that ends (laughs) but meanwhile in like reality pixis is just sitting there and everyone's like he hasn't said anything yet so he loved that first dish so you'd think that sasha's gonna win but then john pulls out mr omelet and everyone's like it's just an omelet and it is just an omelet but i guess it was like made with love or something because pixis eats it he likes it and John wins. And actually, okay, I remember the reason he awarded John the victory. It's because it like it was like a good late night snack because they're doing it this at night. Whereas the meat, you know, upset his stomach. The the omelet was light, and you know it settled well in his tummy. And yeah, that that is basically that episode. It's real stupid. It's real fun. At least for me, we do get like some little scenes here and there of Mikasa and Aaron in the background. Like they take a very much backseat, and I thought that was fun. Just seeing them like doing mostly menial task. Oh, um, another preview chapter we get is in here, which is Mikasa like boxing. <laughs> That's apparently how she works out. Yeah. So th- that's in there. Um, what else is there? I think that's about it. So yeah, that that's it for Attack on Titan for the week. I do have a minor update. 
about um, what we've been doing up to this point, uh, where we're trying to find like a new anime to replace Attack on Titan once it ends. I finally watched Bill's favorite anime of all the ones we've watched, 86, and I have to agree, it's awesome. <laughs> I really want to watch more. So, Bill, I think when we get back to it, maybe watch a couple more then pick two three four of our favorites watch a couple more episodes of those specifically mainly just because i would like to watch more of 86 because it was really the last episode of 86 that i watched which is episode three that like hooked me up to that point i was like this is okay like the kind of duality where they would show like a scene from the 86 side and then from the handler side i didn't really do much for me because there wasn't like that much change in between the two but then the very end of the third episode when like uh someone on one of the 86 dies and like this other one just calls the handler out for like not really doing anything like she thinks she's like this good person because she doesn't call them the 86 she like and treats them like people but she's not doing anything to actually help them and she never even asked for their actual names like yeah like that just that made me very curious to see where the story goes so i say check out the 86 i know we got some feedback from benjamin over in the discord which you can join by going to probablywork.com discord or link in the show notes yeah we got some feedback from benjamin he wasn't into it um the episode structures are kind of weird whereas in they do credits and then there's like two three more minutes and that is where this part that really hooked me was at it was after the credits <laughs> so benjamin i don't know if you saw it but if you didn't maybe give it another shot but if you did you know i don't know different different strokes for different folks but that's it for the week from me um we'll be back next week uh hopefully bill will be back next week talking about whatever the next ova is i think it might be B, B, B. i looked it up and it's not what i thought it was it is uh something called distress which i have no clue what it is so i'm curious to see what that is and bill will be back next week talking about that presumably uh until next time don't get eaten special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.